Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm sitting on a Don't make me smack you, sweetheart. I'll do it. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. People that don't take that shit this seriously. It's just me here in the garage. There's some spider crickets. There's a little bit of warmth. There's a little bit of swamp ass. There's a little bit of a Brussels griffin in the corner, you know, digging away, trying to find a nice nestling spot so she can rest her eyes and sleep away the darkness. The wrong dog died. Uh, and it's me, you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm, and I, you know, I want to talk about one thing in particular this evening, just one thing. I said I was going to talk about it and that's the Captain Marvel trailer. You know, it came out Tuesday and holy fucking shit, we got a lot to talk about here. By we, I mean me and you guys, my friends, the listeners and my friends and my friends that listen, you know, and you know, I, I don't want to wrap you guys up, you know, cause I don't like it when people get wrapped up. You know what I mean? I mean, I... Hate a guy that wraps people up. Just say what you got to say, get to the point, and do it. And if it's one thing that we do on this podcast, we get to the point right away. We definitely don't go off any beaten paths. We don't meander down any wandering streets. We don't siphon off of any other tidbits or or, or tripidaries or triduaries or whatever. Uh, And we don't sail off into the sunset. You know what I'm saying? We stick to the point. We're succinct. And that's what matters, you know? Like, I'm at the moon base the other day, side note, and there's this guy. There's this tall lurch motherfucker, and he's older. He's, he's got years, and I know we got to respect our elders, but let's get to the point here. He's just one of those guys that when he talks, he goes on and on and on, and his voice is so loud. It's one of those things when he answers the phone, he's like, Hello? Hello, yeah. Well, my, name, my wife's name is Kim Chi, and she'll be home if you come by and look at the roof. It'll be there. It will be there. And, and like, I'm right here. Like, on, like you're on the phone. We're trying to do work. You know, moon base type work. You know what I'm saying? And we're in our cubicles. Our little three-walled worlds. You know what I mean? And we're just doing our thing. And every now and then, like, you know, you walk by the guy. And he won't even, he won't even say so much as a hello or good morning. You're like, hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. So we started calling him Lurch behind his back. You know, naturally, what you do when you're a grown man with other grown men, you start saying, oh, this guy's a fucking weirdo. He doesn't even say hi or good morning. But then when he has a question or he's got something to say, he'll fucking wrap you the fuck up. And I mean, wrapped up like a present on Christmas morning. You bounce from your cot so eager to run downstairs and see what mom and dad has gotten you. And what have they got you? Well, this old guy telling his stories. You know what I'm saying? 
And it'd be one thing if like these were solicited stories, but they're never solicited. We never ask for these stories. Seems to be a running trend in my life, you know, where people just tend to tell me things that I'm not asking for. But, <laughs> but I digress. You got to do certain things, right? When someone's talking to you and the body language is your only defense, you got to like turn away. Maybe do a little sidestep away. Maybe start walking away. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe if this guy keeps talking, but I start kind of inching away, he'll get the point that I got to go or see a man about a mule or use the restroom, so to speak. Or maybe actually see a man about a mule down on 3rd Street. You know what I'm saying? See a man about a mule down on 3rd Street. Doing hand jobs for sailors. Everybody needs a favor. (laughs) But uh, you got to do little things. And I would do subtle things. Like this guy would start talking to me. First of all, he'd ask me a question, moon-based related, of course. I'd answer the question as succinctly and quickly as possible. But then I'm like trying to turn away because it's like dude now you're just meandering off something and like you're going on and on and now you're just we're talking about the same thing but five different ways you know what i'm saying and the postman always rings twice and why wouldn't he he keeps going into his little spiel and i keep turning inching away from him you know like the moon through its many phases waning away you know what i'm saying as the earth tilts and turns so does the moon and my spirits subside resounding in a deep dark abyss of loneliness that we don't have to tap into right now but only in these moments do i kind of get these regurgitated like feelings these little pockets of like oh shit what am i gonna do i feel so fucking smothered and covered and hash browns waffle housed up and i don't even know what to do so i just keep turning and he just keeps talking now i got my back to him ladies and gentlemen kids i got my back to this guy and he's still talking okay he's still going so what do I do? I decide to put the headphones in. And this motherfucker still keeps talking. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, well, I, well another thing. You know what I mean? Because you got you to gotta do that thing with a thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing and the thing and the thing. And everybody needs a thing. And thing, 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 my jigs. And I'm like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I keep turning. And I finally put the headphones in. And the headphones are in, and he's still going, because I got those like really strong headphones, you know what I'm saying? I got the music kind of creeping in, you know, in the garden over here, and he's still talking, and I don't know what else to do. So, I turn all the way around, I just turn the music up, and just leave it at that, and go, and give him one of the obligatory, yeah, it's like that sometimes. (laughs) And that was the end of it. And I think in my peripheral vision, he kind of slinked away. And by slinked, I mean, imagine a Loch Ness Monster lowering its massive torso and head underneath the water once again to be an urban myth for everyone else to talk about from years to come. So that's just one of those things I wanted to share with you. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be able to come in here, do the podcast, especially when it's just me and there's no exciting guests or friends in the garage. And I just want to do the damn thing. So who is Captain Marvel? (laughs) Well, she's like the Marvel version of Green Lantern. You know, she's the Marvel version of Green Lantern. Uh, Now, the Wikipedia will tell you that Carol Susan Jane Danvers is a fictional. They always have to clarify fictional like like we wouldn't know. Like we wouldn't we wouldn't believe them if they just said she's a superhero. They have to clarify she's a fictional superhero Um, appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics created by writer Ray Thomas and artist Gene Colan. Never Heard of him. Uh, 
Uh, but look, she first appeared as an officer in the United States Air Force and a colleague of the Kree superhero Marvel, Captain Marvel. That's Mar Vel in the Marvel Superheroes number 13, and that came out in March of 1968. Don't worry, kids, this is not of the temple. This is some stuff in front of me that I had to write down myself. Uh, look, I'll be honest with you. The first time I ever heard of Captain Marvel was in a fucking X-Men cartoon, and Rogue got her powers from Captain Marvel. This blonde lady was flying around. She had, like, Superman-like powers and ran into Rogue as a teenager. Rogue stole her powers, hence Rogue can fly around and, you know, use superhuman strength and do cool shit while still maintaining her succubus-like powers where she can, you know, steal other people's powers and yada, 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 I digress. So that was kind of like my own little tidbit of knowledge from when I was a kid, when I was a boy, you know. Um, but a later incarnation of Miss Marvel came out in Miss Marvel number one, and that was actually in 1977. And this was after her DNA was fused with the aforementioned Marvels during an explosion. You know, because these things always happen in Marvel Comics, kids, you know. We all know the Fantastic Four get bombarded by cosmic rays in space. We all know the Hulk gets bombarded by gamma radiation uh, in, a, in a test gone wrong. We all know Daredevil got bombarded by some sort of, like, radiation, like when he had an accident on his bicycle or walking in front of a truck at a construction site. It doesn't really matter. And turned his senses into what they are today. We all know that Spider-Man got bombarded, and not so much bombarded, but bitten by a radioactive sparter and then in turn bombarded with superhuman powers like a spider. Hmm? So these things happen. That's like the Marvel way of doing it. It wasn't until like the X-Men came out that they were like, maybe these people are just born this way. But this Captain Marvel origin is very much like the old school kind of origins in the sense that there's an explosion. She's gifted with powers. And I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit, a bit of a background. That explosion that I'm referring to is actually the Psyche Magnetron explosion for all the nerds out there giving her the superhuman powers. Uh, and she debuted in what would be called the Silver Age of Comics. Okay? And she was prominent throughout the 70s. And then she kind of disappeared for a little while, but then she surfaced in Avengers comics and then later in some X-Men comics, like I mentioned. Uh, she had several different monikers during this time. We don't need to go through all those because this is not one of those kind of shows. But then eventually she came back in like the 90s as Captain Marvel. And then she even donned the suit that you see in some of the comics, like the black suit with like the dashing S through it. It kind of looks like a Zorro, like a reverse Zorro mark through her uniform. And there's like a sash that she wears. And look, she's one of those characters, I'll come out and say it, that I find extremely sexy. Okay. Even when she donned like the little mohawk thing for a while, I thought it was very sexy. And I was kind of turned on, even as a grown man. And I don't mean like, you know, grown man, like, like young man. I mean like, like grown man, like, 20s inching, my, inching into my 30s. Inching. Inching into my 30s. You know what I mean? So there's that. Um, but she's a very popular character in that sense. People know who she is. People that read the comics know who she is. People that don't really read the comics, this is one of those properties that's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I'm saying? If you read the comics, you grew up on Marvel shit, you're aware of it. But you maybe not even be a huge fan, but you're aware of it. Whereas, you know, I was personally a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's neither here nor there. But this character's not exactly widely known. And Marvel has a trend of doing this. Let's be honest. If we date back to 2008, Iron Man wasn't necessarily a, a, a popular comic. He wasn't necessarily a, a household name. People knew who Iron Man was in that world. Like, I certainly did. But I wouldn't say he was a household name. He wasn't on lunchboxes as, as much as, say, Spider-Man or the Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Even X-Men kind of got their, their due back in the 90s, but they kind of fell off for a while in terms of being in everybody's, you know, living rooms. And in their in their in their minds, in the center and front and center of their minds. So there's something to be said for this. Now, when they announced this, I was I was excited. I was like, okay, it's interesting. You know, I see why they're doing it in a lot of ways. A, it's an interesting character. 
B, it allows them to go into space, you know, and expand upon that cosmic shit that they did in Guardians, which is always fucking exciting because I fucking love space. I mean, superheroes and sci-fi, it can never go wrong. Never. Green Lantern. But when they announced it, I was like, cool. And they announced Brie Larson. And I was like, oh, very cool, you know? And why do we like Brie Larson? Well, I'll tell you why. I like Brie Larson. I like Brie Larson because I saw her in a little movie called Room in which it's her and her boy and they're in a room and they've been there because they've been in captivity since God knows when and it's unclear in terms of, uh, it's kind of unclear in, in terms of like what happened and how they really got there. But as the movie unfolds, you get all that. It's chock full of anxiety and tension all leading up to this one beautiful magical moment when they get out and like how do you adjust in the real world and well, I just kind of spoiled it, but the truth is it's full of humanity and she carries a lot of that humanity. And, uh, thirdly, as I should say, the femininity aspect of it is probably another reason, you know, DC had Wonder Woman and we haven't had a, a Marvel female led movie, like where the, where the female character is the front and center character. And I think it's kind of cool that they're starting with her. And I think it's very exciting that they cast Brie. I also like during, uh, Brie, like we're on a first name. Miss Larson. Uh, I think it's kind of, I also liked her in The Glass House. And that, uh, that didn't win awards. She won an Academy Award for Room. She won an Academy Award for it. So that's kind of a big deal. She's a good actress. She's got chops. Uh, and they kind of made some small references to the character, by the way, in the cinematic universe. I want to point out that they actually made a small reference in Doctor Strange right before his horrific car accident where some guy was on the phone and he was like, you know, positioning uh, Stephen Strange with some possible, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't say controversial, but high profile surgeries that needed to be done. Or it's like, I got an Air Force pilot that had an explosion, you know what I'm saying? So he had an opportunity, I think, to kind of meet with her, or at least they kind of, in, you know, inferred that in that, in that movie. And who knows, it could have been another Air Force pilot, but I like to think that it was her because she was a former Air Force pilot. So why not? And also... In Infinity War is a more obvious one at the end of Infinity War when Nick Cage is texting on his pager. And uh, is that what you do? Texting? And he pages Captain Marvel. And we see the little insignia pop up and it's like, oh shit. Because this movie, kids, is supposed to be in the 90s. So let's jump into this trailer. You know, 15 to 20 minutes in and we're doing great. Uh, the trailer, like I said, debuted Tuesday. I've watched it at least 10 times. I think it's one of the best Marvel trailers I've seen in the sense that from the start to finish, it builds with great momentum. You get a sense of what the movie's about, but they don't give too much away. And also that music cut with the Samuel Jackson narration is fantastic. We're in the nineties. We see a blockbuster. We see, you know, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel for the first time on screen other than some shitty fucking, you know, set shots. Well, I guess there were a few Entertainment Weekly shots too, but we see her in the Kree suit. Now the Kree, again, as I mentioned before, is the alien species which she fought alongside. In the comics, that's where she met Captain Marvel and he was like her mentor. So uh, we know that she's going to end up in space and fight alongside. More on the Kree in a little bit. But we see older cars. We see a young, young Nick Fury, a fucking young Samuel Jackson and they're doing that fucking, you know, downsized, modernized, de-aging process they did for Kurt Russell and Guardians 2 and it looks so good I mean especially when they did with uh, Robert Downey in one of the Avengers movies and then when they did it in fucking Ant-Man with with Mike Douglas you know good old Mike you know that I know from back in the day from my my screen acting days uh that trailer music is so good 
I mean, from the start, the boom, din, 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 din. I'm fucking in, you know, renegade soldier, he says, you know, so she's a renegade soldier because she's, she's left the Cree force in some capacity. We see her walking along the Cree. We've seen some stills of the Cree, including Minerva, Korath, and Ronan. Because again, kids, this is pre-Guardians. So we're going to see the return of Korath, played by Shimon Hansu in my house. Give us free. And of course, Ronan, played by, I forgot. Okay, but it'll be okay. The bad guy, you know, that two-dimensional bad guy from Guardians that nobody really liked, but he was still kind of enjoyable. He'll be in this, and not as much of a crazy asshole, but more of a, well, I don't know. Maybe he will be kind of crazy, but maybe I'm assuming not as crazy as he was before. He was like, I will kill all of Xandar. That wasn't really a good impression, but you get the idea. We see a young Carol Danvers as a girl and in the Air Force. We see Jude Law, who will be playing Captain Marvel. I think he's playing Captain, the original Captain Marvel, the Mardashvel as her mentor, as her would-be mentor. And there's a shot of him like with all wide-eyed. He looks great. looks like he's in great shape. I actually love Jude Law a lot. I don't think I've seen him in anything where I disliked him. Um, and that could be kind of cool. His eyes are big, and I believe that could be the same explosion that we mentioned earlier that gives her her powers, you know? We see some kind of arm laser blasting. We see her on, a, on top of a train, like on a metro or something. We see her light up what looks like a... Like her Kree, look like a, look, it looks like a Novacore suit, but it's in her, it's in the Kree armor with the fucking helmet, and her eyes are lit up, and she's got the fucking mohawk, and I can't tell if she's in space or underwater, but it looks great. I mean, it just looks fucking awesome, you know. We also get the idea that she's not certain if her past is real or if her, um, if she's been subject to any kind of implants or hypnosis or brainwashing. It's possible, it's possible, but we also see scrolls, kids. Now scrolls are a big deal. Those green fucking pointy-eared bastards you see in the trailer for the kids at home that don't know. The Skrulls are a shape-shifting alien race, and they're usually bad. And what this actually means, what this really could mean for the MCU as, as a whole is just is a big deal, and I'll get to that in a second. But we see Skrulls, we see an old lady, hopefully it's a Skrull in disguise, getting slammed. I mean, she gets slammed in the face. And then, 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 and then we see Captain Marvel fist clench, light up. I guess her powers are fully realized and she glows up and she lights up her Captain Marvel suit and she just lights the fuck up, you know? <laughs> wow. I just love this trailer. I'm just, I'm just really excited. And I wonder how many actual Easter eggs we'll see in a 90s MCU. I really do. I'm really curious to see how many little things they'll plant. From the growing MCU, we've come to grow in love. We've come to grow in love. We've come to know in love. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and how far they will go with that. Um, and back to the scrolls, I want to know how far they're going to go with the scrolls because I loved an Avengers storyline back in like 2007, 2008. It was like Secret Invasion. Granted, the Avengers, it was all screwy because like Wolverine was an Avenger, Spider-Man was an Avenger, and Luke Cage was in there too. It's just a bad, uh, badass lineup. Doctor Strange is in the mix with Iron Man too. And, uh, and they were fighting scrolls. And one or two of them on the team, I think Spider-Woman or somebody had ended up being a scroll the entire time. And it was just kind of a who's who paranoia kind of thing. We had to figure out what was going on. And it was called Secret Invasion, I think. And it was just amazing. Um, I think Brian K. Fall, no, Michael Brian Michael Bendis wrote that one, I think. And it was just really good. If, you, if you're into comics and you want to get into some stuff, go to your comic book store or go online, Amazon or whatever, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, any place that sells comics, and look that up. 
know what I'm saying? You might have to get the trade, but you should be able to find it online for cheaper. It's really good. Um, so, I mean, they could go that route. I'm thinking they're going to tie all this into Infinity War, and I'm, I don't think the scroll is going to be a one-off. I'm thinking the scroll is going to end up tying into a bigger thing where we see more things involving them, where we see more plot lines involving them. I could be wrong. It could be a one-off, but we got Ben Mendelsohn. He's reportedly playing a scroll in this movie, and there's going to be some some you know some twists and some turns and some betrayal. You know what I mean? We're going to see how Nick Cage loses that eye. Nick Cage, Nick Fury, <laughs> Nick Cage. Put the bonnet in the box. Uh, put that bonnet in the box. Nick Cage is a crazy motherfucker. And I'm going to do Mandy real soon. So don't worry. It's happening. Uh, but is this all really leading to a secret invasion? I mean, this could be fucking incredible, you know? And look, how great does she look? She looks great in that suit. She looks great out of the suit. She looks good. She looks the part. And Nick Fury looks so fucking good. I mean, that technology they're using, I don't even bat an eye. It's so convincing. And I'm very excited for this. I love science fiction and anything comic book in space. I mean, aliens, space cops, flying, energy-soaked bodies lighting the fuck up. Count me in. Take my money. And some people aren't hyped. They either don't know or they're haters. Some people are just haters. Um, I do have... I, I got to talk about this. I have a friend who close friend of mine i love the guy and we just started hanging out again recently and we talk a lot now via messenger and he you know he was not impressed by this trailer because he was like you know it looks pretty cool but her voice her voice is fucking annoying she's got the voice of a fucking anorexic 15 year old girl his words not mine and i gotta say i love this guy but i was like what the fuck what do you want her to sound like you want her to sound like fucking laura prepon from from uh that 70s show you know dudes it's Donna. Hey guys, it's me, Donna. I'm a woman. I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm like really into that mic. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. That reminds me of Batman Returns. How, how could you? I'm a woman. I, I'm sorry. I, I, pow, bam. Like I said, I'm a woman. Truce a bitch. Now so am I. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> but Laura Prepon or Pepon or whatever the fuck, that redhead from that 70s show with that deep-ass voice. I saw an Orange is the New Black. She still had the deep voice. My wife and I would always make fun of her when we were watching that show because we're like, hi, guys, it's Donna. Like, can you imagine, like, Captain Marvel showing up like, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not from around here. And I kind of get it. She does have a light voice. I'll give him that. And maybe she could have worked on giving him more of a, like, a tad more, a tad more oomph, you know, like Emily Blunt style. I mean, Emily Blunt's got some got some girth you know she's got some weight i mean i just recently watched looper she's badass in that we all know she's badass and live die repeat um but i'm not recasting this i think brie larson's gonna do a great job with this i really do i think she looks the part i think she's gonna act the part and i'm really looking forward to it and i have no no qualms whatsoever with the voice or eating pussy now i will be there it looks like it's gonna be called to work good i'm gonna come out and say that right now it looks like it's going to be called out of work good. And at the very least, uh, movie theater good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to I'm gonna see this on the big screen, regardless. And uh, I know I've hyped a lot of things up before, and I've been wrong before. Green Lantern. Um, but hopefully I'm not wrong. Hopefully we're all pleasantly surprised, and we can all sleep soundly, knowing that Marvel has once again captivated our interests, 
warmed our hearts and our subcockles and reminded us why we keep coming out to the movie theater to enjoy another two-hour, action-packed, character-driven adventure. You know, I mean, we just want to, we just want to rekindle that loving feeling. That's what we want. That's what the fanboys want. And the non-fanboys, they just want to be entertained. So entertain us. You know what I'm saying? This looks great. I got no qualms with it. I'm not remotely worried. There hasn't been a single one that I've even disliked. I mean, there's been Marvel movies that haven't been my favorites, but there's never been one that I was like, oh, God, that was awful, you know? So take that with a grain of the uh, the old proverbial salt, you know? The old medicine for melancholy. And that's it. That's all I got. So thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, downloading uh, this, this, this bonus episode or streaming this bonus episode. If anything I said on this show made you seriously want to go back and rewatch the Captain Marvel trailer again and again, fantastic. But if it made you want to go back and rewatch anything other than a Marvel trailer because you just couldn't stand the sight of this Marvel trailer, or you just couldn't stand a guy like me talking about this, then I, I apologize. You know, look, don't take anything I say seriously. Remember, at the end of the day, it's just fiction. Don't take it seriously. Thanks for listening.